Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the door. Stay, 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 stay clear of the door. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. This is Justin Monorail, and I've got my whole Monorail family around the table and connected virtually with me today. Let us begin by introducing... Up Samantha Monorail. Up Samantha Monorail is here. I didn't think I was going first. I've been trying to go to you first more often to give the kids more time to prepare their special nicknames. Because, by the way, people have been disappointed that the nicknames have kind of been lacking in yeah. recent history. So uh, now the pressure's on and we're going to go to... No, I can't do it. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm so tired. What's Fail. that called? You're, You're oh the- oh! Instead of a nickname, um, I would like to uh, put out that this is a yerba mate. No, 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 no! You have a nickname. Oh, what's what's my gonna nickname? go on your shirt? Oh, patron saint of yerba mate. Yeah, you're the yeah. patron saint of yerba mate. Because I love oh, that stuff. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag she would totally be sponsored. Hashtag <laughs> please send me one big pallet full of yerba mate <laughs> because I will drink them all. But it has to be enlightenment because that's the best flavor. Yeah, high energy. Fusion, infu- what? High energy infusion. And whatever. Anyway, enjoy your Yerba Mate. This, Please send us Yerba Mate. This Yerba Mate is so soft, it says to shake gently. It's it's not what? like a baby. You have you to, have to treat it. it tenderly like a like a, a lady, a classy lady. <laughs> this is a sensitive Yerba Mate. You gotta shake it gently. No. And finally, speaking of shaking it gently. <laughs> no! No! What? <laughs> Hold on. Was, I'm not going after that. He's shocked. I'm not. I'm not introducing let's take, myself. Let's to take that. it no. back. Let's rewind. No, I love that. it. No, okay. I don't. Garrett Monorail is here. Garrett, Sam, McKenna, all around the table with me, joining virtually. Was he prepared for that introduction for Garrett? <laughs> is Landon the Dawes Dome? Landon, welcome to the morning monorail. I don't think any of us were pre- uh, prepared for that introduction by Garrett. Hi, everybody. It's me. It's Landon coming to you from the isolation station of love. I have my handy-dandy Diet Coke, my backup, bubba-bubba-brewskis, and if need be, a little Lynchburg water. So let's get this thing started, y'all. Let's do it. Don't don't give me credit for that introduction. I, I had no part in that. Don't rope me into this. <laughs> Landon, I just wanted to say I, I love the fact that you've been letting people know what drinks you have by your side. It's kind of a little throwback to Nerd News Cafe, and I appreciate that. Hey, I'm trying to keep the gimmick alive. We tried to bring back uh, the NNC for one uh, episode, and it was one episode. So, you know, keeping the dream alive, y'all. But also, people, what, you really expect me to get through these things sober? People, people enjoyed it, though. Want to know what I'm drinking today? No. What are you drinking today? I'm Water? drinking a health drink. <laughs> what is it? Uh, fruits and vegetables. I didn't know health potions are real. Yeah. <laughs> this one is. Okay, go ahead. 
I think there's a type of vegetable in my Lynchburg water, so so it's it's practically <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, mine has like wheatgrass and all this other weird stuff in it. I'm drinking bean tea. Bean tea. Coffee beans. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna say beans, and I was gonna clap beans. If you pinto ju- bean if tea. If you said I'm drinking beans, I would have gone. All about that one. Right. That would have been good. Why didn't you keep it at bean? Get a bean, space boy. <laughs> I don't know the reference. How did none okay. of you know the Invader Zim reference? I knew it. It's too old. It's too old. Yeah, Invader Zim what? references are too old for no. me. <laughs> All right. Let's get on with the show. Today is Monday, February the 22nd, 2021. This is episode number 148 of the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. We're almost there. Two more. The big 150. I've got nothing special planned. Yeah. And let's keep <laughs> it that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but since we have started the new era of the Morning Monorail podcast, Mondays are focused on Walt Disney World news, and today will be no different. Let's begin with a little hotel news, shall we? This week... We found out that the Walt Disney World Swan Reserve will be opening this summer. It's already open for reservations. This is the new addition to the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Resort. The reserve is a 14-story hotel offering an upscale boutique environment in the middle of Walt Disney World. It's on track to open July 2021, just in time for Chicken Nugget's birthday. And well, let's Happy go birthday! For, let's yeah. go for your birthday. Um, you want to go check out a hotel for your birthday? I don't know about that one. We should Happy do it. Happy birthday to you. You guys have never stayed at the Swan and Dolphin, and uh, with this being like the new addition to it, maybe we should check it out for your birthday. That would be kind of cool. But like for my birthday, wouldn't I want to go to a resort that like I personally really No, know? we're not going to ask you your hotel. opinion. <laughs> Come on. Like how everybody just in unison, no. <laughs> <laughs> The cool thing about the Swan and Dolphin is that the accommodations are a bit more upscale than what you would consider moderate at Walt Disney World, and the prices are a little closer to, like, uh, like the family rooms at the Art of Animation. The rates at the Swan and Dolphin, um, well, sp- specifically those that are showing up for the uh, the Swan Reserve, are starting at two seventy eight per night for a queen room. So, and that's September 1st. I mean, that's not bad for Disney. No, it's not not bad at all. No. And you, you get the benefits, all the benefits of staying at a Walt Disney World hotel. So you get the earlier, well, if there were fast passes, earlier fast pass window. Um, you would get the early park access. Um, and then they also do have the water taxis from the Swan and Dolphin. You hop on those and you can get to Hollywood Studios or Epcot. So. Okay. Well, and, and plus, according to uh, the website, it says it's within walking distance of Epcot and Hollywood Studios. So, I mean, if they are giving you that 30-minute head start, not a bad day or not a bad way to start your day by getting in a brisk walk, heading to one of those two parks for the 30 minutes uh, of, I guess, exclusive access. But just looking at these pictures, this is a swanky hotel. Oh, yeah. It looks this real looks nice. This looks nice. Hmm. Yeah. Has I, two presidential suites. How about that? I mean, <laughs> none of us will ever be able to stay there, but they got them. We you know? only have one president. So Well, we that? don't know if the president of Uzbekistan might be in town and wants to stay there, too, with his buddy Joe Biden. There are going to be some nice offerings in addition to these fancy rooms. On top of the Swan Reserve is a little event space, a rooftop event space called View which will be perfect for weddings and social galas, boasting breathtaking views of Walt Disney World. 
There will also also be a new signature Mediterranean restaurant at uh, the Swan Reserve. I love Mediterranean food. A state-of-the-art fitness center, Sam. Ooh. You can flex on suckers. Yeah. You know, the workouts that I do, though, it's weird going to work out at hotel fitness centers because it, the floor's dirty and my workouts are like, do 50 burpees. And I'm like, on this floor? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could see that being uh, less than ideal. I only do 50 burpees after I drink 50 sodies. Boom, there joke. it is. <laughs> I hate it. Yes. <laughs> Brought it back. I, I think that might be uh, my favorite dad joke that you do. <laughs> No, we don't like we don't like that word. Here if you're going to keep throwing burpees in my face, I'm going to keep throwing sodies. Stop. <laughs> you need to come do burpees with me. Uh, again, only do burpees. Stop it. Didn't you hear the joke, Sam? He says sodies. Yeah. So, as I mentioned, technically the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin are not actually Walt Disney World Resort hotels. They're just kind of partner hotels that happen to be on property and they get all the benefits, including the free transportation. I did want to mention that Disney has added four new hotels to the Gateway Collection, which they don't necessarily get like all of the benefits of staying on property, but they do get some additional benefits if you're going to the Walt Disney World Resort. These four new hotels are the Residence Inn by Marriott at Western Entrance, Fairfield Inn and Suites by Marriott at Western Entrance, Homewood Suites by Hilton at Western Entrance, and Home 2 Suites by Hilton at Western Entrance. Um, one thing that's nice about these is you can book them as a package hmm. with your Walt Disney World tickets, and you do get some select benefits, like there are some discounts on some things like dining. They offer transportation, but it's usually like a nominal charge, like $10 one way, um, to get to the parks. Really? That must be new. What? Charging for transportation from those hotels to a park. Well, I think you were staying at what is considered a partner hotel, the one oh. in the Disney Springs areas. Mm-hmm. And so, like the Swan and Dolphin, for example, they have free transportation to the parks. Yeah. I think the Hilton that's in the Disney Springs is like that, too. Oh, it didn't cost a thing. So. Yeah. Well, and uh, the, the place that I stay off uh, property, ironically enough, is in the, uh, at the Western Entrance. I thought there for a second when I saw this story that uh, that my home away from home was now in the bubble or whatever. Yeah. I missed it by that much. But they did offer a package. I think it's like 15 or 20 bucks round way. So you get up like at the crack of dawn to get on a bus or a van and they take you to Disney property and they drop you off uh, at the, the you know, ticketing area and then you go and then they have a designated spot to pick you up later that evening. But yeah, you, you, you always had to pay. Yeah. So, so hotels like that, you have to pay. But. Okay. I didn't realize that the Hilton that I was in did that. Yeah. Like, Yours would have offered the earlier fast pass window had you known what a fast pass was. I had no clue what one was. <laughs> well, now they don't even exist. So I there you also go. learned the very hard way that they don't pick up on an after hours party. Right. <laughs> and oh. that, I don't know. I told this story once yeah. before, but I was stuck in the parking lot trying to find a taxi service calling 411 because internet wasn't that right. prevalent on cell phones at the time. This this predated oh, no. the Uber and Lyft services. Oh, yeah. So, oh, that's not great. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was sucky. And McKenna was like, I'm tired. I was like, I know, me too, man. <laughs> no, to be fair, McKenna's like that, what, she 40, is. 50% of the time? Yeah. Right? yeah. She's yeah. tired and whiny most of the time. Well, let's yeah. diss McKenna while she's not here. She walked away exactly. from the table yeah. so we can say. <laughs> Say things the, about the it. sacred pain of Yerma drink or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, not much has changed in the years of her growing up. That's true. 
this is nice because for people who are coming down to Walt Disney World, they want to stay close to property, but maybe get a little nicer accommodations with a little bit of a lower price. Because that just tends to be the case. If you're, if you're staying on Disney property at a Disney hotel, you're paying more to be in the Disney bubble. Yep. So, <laughs> you know, the accommodations aren't necessarily comparable for that price if you were to go outside the bubble. Is, is all I'm saying. And plus, I mean, like, at least in one of these, in the Homewood Suites, I mean, that is a suite. And, and if you are going to be there for an extended time, it's going to, at least in theory, have, you know, your microwave, your oven, your refrigerator. So you can, uh, you know, you're not going to have to always get something to eat in the parks and paying that Disney price. So, again, yeah. if you want to save a little bit of money, you can, you know, uh, Amazon down some drinks or some frozen food that you can fix in your room. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Good point. Hey, it was only maybe a week or two ago that I started talking about uh, some of the live shows and how I missed some of those offerings in the Disney parks. In particular, I think we were talking about, we talked about Epic, the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular, and we talked about, I may have brought up Fantasmic, I don't remember. Um, I just saw yesterday that over on WDWMagic.com, they, they tend to do the thing that some of these news organizations do where they watch for construction permits that are filed for Disney property, and then they share that information. Because sometimes it not only tells you that, you know, maybe something new is coming, but it gives some details about, like, when they file specific permits. Sometimes it even gives details about, like, what the rides might look like and things. Well, just yesterday, there were construction permits filed for the live show venues at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, and that includes Fantasmic and the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. And when I first saw that, I was like, oh, that's cool. But then I started thinking about it and I was like, well, why would they be doing that? Yeah. And, it, and it suddenly clicked. As I read this article, it said that the permits were filed um, and assigned to the Buena Vista Construction Company, which typically handles small routine maintenance work. What it appears is happening is they're preparing those theaters to open up with maybe some social distancing in place. Yeah, that makes mm. sense. Yeah, so that's what I think they're probably doing is putting in spacing in the seating areas, but also one of the big hangups with the Actors' Equity Union and one of the reasons that Disney and, and that group had a dispute back um, early on in, in the reopening days of the parks after they shut down for COVID was because... They couldn't come to terms about how to socially distance the actors backstage. Mm. So this is another thing that they that you know possibly is going on with the construction on these two particular theaters is maybe building out some protections for those actors that are going to be backstage and need to who knows costume change or or whatever else is going on in those theaters. So I say this is a good sign because I think it means shows are coming back. Yeah, I'm ready. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, obviously, we want them to come back if everybody can be safe. And I'll be honest, uh, the spacing backstage never even crossed my mind. So I do like the fact that it seems like they might be taking that into account. And plus, it's like I like the fact that this might mean that Indiana Jones is actually coming back. Because if I remember correctly, there had been some speculation. It just might not be coming back. Yeah. So, I, so I like the fact that, A, not only... Does it look like shows are going to be returning maybe sooner rather than later? I mean, prob they're, they're not going to rush it. Again, they're going to take this safely. But the fact that Indy is, it looks like at least coming back right now. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if uh, Ali Flores is going to be working back. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I have um, my hopes. On the set. Yeah. yeah I, I really hope, hope so. I hope he gets called back for sure. That'd mm -hmm. be good. Yeah. Yeah. 
I know a lot of people would be happy to get those calls back to work if they open up these live shows Heck again. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it turns it into a uh, furlough as in, instead of a uh, "we'll see you later" type situation. Mm-hmm. Right. All right, I'm going to hop back to this one. I wanted McKenna to be here to talk about it, but we need to chug forward, and who knows how long she'll be missing from the table. She just vanished. I didn't even know what happened. Yeah, she you know, just peaced out. We have been talking a lot lately about how she has this fascination with magic. Has oh. she actually learned some magic? She disappeared. Whoa. I think I think we just figured it out, guys. Yeah. She's going to fall in love with herself. <laughs> she, that, <laughs> that has already happened. <laughs> You know this big movie coming out, Raya and the Last Dragon. Have you heard of this? Have you all heard of this one? Yeah. You hear about it? You hear about it? What are you, Jay Leno? <laughs> uh, that's what I was kind of going for. <laughs> I, I actually have heard a lot about it, and I'm super excited for it, but I hate what they're doing on Disney Plus with it. Well, okay, so it is going to be released March 5th, 2021, Disney Plus Premiere Access, but also in theaters simultaneously where theaters are open. Um, it is uh, a movie coming up. From Walt Disney Animation Studios starring Kelly Marie Tran. Big fan of Kelly Marie Tran. I'm glad she's back in a Disney movie. I, I hate the way the Star Wars fandom treated her. It made me sick. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad glad she's getting some love. And then yes. also co-starring Aquafina, who's going to play the dragon. Aquafina has been someone who's been getting a lot of work lately. But I think rose to popularity. The first time I really became aware of her is when we saw Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was great in that movie. Uh, but she's gotten a lot of work lately, and, and she's hilarious. She's very funny. It, it looks like a really good movie. It really does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for it. It looks very pretty. Yeah. I love um, all the new movies they've been coming out with and how they're including like different cultures and races and stuff. And that's cool. It's good. It's so helpful for the, I don't know, progression of society. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Well, here's- I also just think it brings the, uh, it makes things a lot more varied. It, it, it makes the this whole, like, scene with all the m- movies a lot more diverse. Mm-hmm. Has a lot of opportunities to be really cool. It really does. Yeah. Diversity is good. Celebrate diversity. It brings, it, it is the spice and flavor of life. Yeah. Puts pizzazz <clears throat> in life. Ooh, n- nice, nice use of the word pizzazz. Yeah. yeah. Because saltine crackers are bland after a while. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Here's the thing. To promote the movie that's coming out in March, Disney's already giving us some offerings in the parks, specifically at Disney's Animal Kingdom. What? So a couple of things. Starting February 22nd, that's today, that's Monday, the animation experience at the Conservation Station if you go there, you're going to be able to learn to draw characters from Raya and the Last Dragon. Ooh, that's cool. That is very cool. And then over at the Discovery Island stage, artists have already started working on a 40-ton sand sculpture celebrating the new film. The display will feature Raya, Tuk-Tuk, Sisu, the Last Dragon, and On- Oni, I guess, or Ongi. They're finally representing that dragon that they have on stuff. Well, that's exactly that's exactly what I was kind of getting at, is yeah. that if this movie is huge, do you think Animal Kingdom would get some sort of a Raya and the Last Dragon attraction? Uh, hello, Dino Land. What about hey. Dino Land? I don't think... What? You gotta be careful with your words there. Uh-uh. What about Dino Land? Um, so there's a there are dragons on the um, 
the lanterns, lanterns and, and, and the, the, the benches. Yes. There are also mm-hmm. I definitely dinosaurs. think that I, I really love how Animal Kingdom is now, mm-hmm. but I think it would be really cool if they went with that too, having a lot of actual animal stuff, but also having animals that don't exist. Or cryptids. Yeah. Because cryptids don't technically not exist, so that wouldn't fall under that but category. I don't, I don't think you're going to get Sasquatch at Animal Kingdom. I, I don't know. I'm, I didn't specifically mean just anim- like animals that don't exist. I also meant animals that used to exist, like extinct creatures and cryptids and stuff. Just not sticking with just normal creatures. Well, going back to the history of the Animal Kingdom, this was always the plan, was yeah. that Animal Kingdom mm-hmm. was going to include animals that never existed. Technically, we, we, they have cryptid in the park. We miss you, Beastly Kingdom. Yeah, they got the the, the, Yeti. the Tennessee Wild Man in the park. <laughs> the Tennessee Wild Man. That's only when I'm there, Garrett. Who says the Yeti isn't real? <laughs> in he's Russia. A, no, he's a, a cryptid. cryptid. Cryptids mean no. it's McKenna. either it could be real, it could not be real. That's why they're called cryptids. McKenna. You know nothing. In Russia, they found footprints of a Yeti in the mountains. He doesn't want you to see him. That was me. I did that. So he appears blurry in all the pictures like Bigfoot, but he's there. Wait, how does he do that? It's magic. He's magic. Yeah, exactly. Wow. McKenna's falling in love already. What? (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Well, first of all, I just want to address Dino Land. I hate to tell you all this. Don't say anything. It's going away. It is going away, but Mm -hmm. you don't have to say it. Okay, well, the fact that you know it, I mean, it, something's going to have to replace it. You guys no. don't really love the Zootopia idea. I, I do. Oh. What do you mean? Well, I McKenna do. doesn't. I don't. Well, I, I don't want to bring any sort of city, like traditional, modern um, but, but city Dino-Land's into... But like, tucked away. I don't care. It would work. I don't want to see a city in Animal Kingdom. Well, what about... Potentially putting some Raya and the Last Dragon over there. And what what are they going to do about Dinosaur? I don't think Dinosaur go away unless it gets... It might get changed to Indiana Jones or something. If it gets changed to Indiana Jones, I will cry. You would I, cry? I will cry. You'd be fine. Um, dinosaur isn't even the best dinosaur attraction in Orlando. Calm down, y'all. <laughs> okay, wait. What's the best dinosaur attraction Jurassic in Park. I haven't ridden it because I don't want to get wet. Yeah. So. <laughs> Same. I think... It, I, automatically, dinosaur is better because you don't get wet. Exactly. I don't want to get walk around the theme park in wet clothes. If yeah. it was a water park, then sure, but it's not. My mind. Well, if you're worried about getting wet shoes, McKenna, uh, might I suggest a nice pair of comfy Crocs? Hey, I, yeah, no, I'm not gonna wear Crocs. <laughs> Although that that Velocicoaster might change my mind about what's the best uh, dinosaur attraction. That's yeah, a good that point. thing looks legit. We don't talk about Universal on this show. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it does look really cool, though. All right. Closing it out with the biggest headline from last week. On Good Morning America, Disney made some announcements about Magic Kingdom's 50th anniversary celebration. And it was kind of underwhelming because they didn't really announce that much. <laughs> but here's what we do know. Beginning October 1st, the Walt Disney World Resort will throw the world's most magical celebration in honor of the 50th anniversary, bringing new experiences to our four theme parks and beyond this milestone is such a big deal, we've even coined a new word, iridescence. You know how oh, they've got these terrible. colors? Wow. I'm done. That's, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Mickey and Minnie got new outfits, and they look beautiful. Have you seen them? No. I'll show you the pictures in a minute. But they're iridescent suits and dresses and stuff. They look really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
Our Disney teams are creating all sorts of new decorations that will shimmer and sparkle all day and into the night. As part of the celebration, Cinderella's Castle at the Magic Kingdom Park will add to its royal makeover from last year. Um, It's getting like some golden bunting, a 50th anniversary crest, and at nighttime, it will join the other three icons by having sparkly magical lights all over it. So uh, they've actually added some renderings. You can see some videos. By the way, here's the picture of Mickey and Minnie and their new iridescent duds. Take a look. They look awesome. I they do look sharp. You all can't see it. It's a audio do format. You remember, uh, Back to the Future, whenever Marty McFly had that jacket on, and it was like the jacket kinda... wasn't iridescent; it was the hat. It was his son wearing the hat. Oh, it looks like his hat then. Yeah, I knew it was something. <laughs> I I have to go off of what I can sorry memorize. I can't let you blaspheme Back to the Future. I have, I have to do I have what to I spit, can memorize. I have to spit the truth. And I Back to the Future is like one of Dad's favorite movie series franchise. Franchise is the right word. Great, you know, I don't have visual memory, so I just knew there was something that was shiny like that jacket. And so I saw jacket, shiny, Marty McFly. Incorrect. <laughs> Incorrect <laughs> word association. It would be shiny, hot, 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 hot. Marty McFly's son. Yeah. Whatever. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but wasn't his son's name Marty McFly Jr.? So yeah. she was. Yeah. She got two out yeah. of the three. It's yeah. true. But we call what? him MJ. You guys can... Mm, Michael Jackson. <laughs> He's a smooth criminal. Well, actually, he decided not to do the crime. Well, technically, he was going to yeah, do it. Anyway, let's gonna... just... Wow. Let's we move are, on. Off on a tangent. Let's move on. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> but, like, the, I guess the artist renditions of what they've presented, what they're going to do, like... I love what what it looks like they're going to do with the Tree of Light. Uh, Tower of Terror looks really cool. Uh, so does the good old Epcot ball. But I'll be honest, like like to me, Cinderella's Castle. It's like okay, it just looks like Cinderella's Castle. It doesn't look like it, they're going going crazy, which might be a good thing. It or looks it might like be a bad. They thing. just lit it up. I'm, I'm, well, there there are going to be some additional little embellishments. It's really going to make a difference at night because it'll have the sparkle lights on it. Listen, I am a ruler of chaos. I love chaos. Um, and I'm disappointed that they're not doing something crazy to the uh, to the Cinderella's castle. Well, I think they have learned a couple lessons maybe from that 25th they anniversary need- birthday cake. I love the birthday <laughs> cake. I wish, I wish we had our one trip. Back when before we lived in Florida to Disney and the we got into the park and the castle was a giant birthday cake. I want that. I was disappointed it wasn't. <laughs> well, you know what they should have done? They should have put a big giant uh, 2000 sign on Cinderella's castle. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. They should maybe they should have covered it in toilet paper and with uh, you know put stitch was here in uh, spray yes. paint. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Because they totally did that. Yep. Mm-hmm. They should have done Y2K <laughs> and then mm-hmm. at midnight turn all the lights out and be like, the internet's gone down. <laughs> and put a sorcerer's hat on it too. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> One thing that I was surprised about this is that, you know, they just are casually throwing out there. And I know that we all kind of know this, but the Tower of Terror is the Hollywood Studios Park logo? Uh, yes, it yeah. is. After I, they took away the hat, what else did they have? The Chinese theater. <laughs> the Chinese Look. theater, which was the original logo uh, or icon of the park. It's yeah. been this way for a long time. When right, you but, see stuff like the Hollywood Studios, like if there's an icon for it, it's always the 
since since the Tower of Terror opened, and especially after the the sorcerer's hat went up and blocked the whole damn thing. <laughs> um, yes, that's true. But now, and actually, occasionally used to get like the earful tower. I was going to say, yeah, the water tower with the ears on it. That like yeah. I would say that might have been the original icon for that park. But then Chinese theater. But I mean, yeah, it's 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 Tower of Terror. Yeah. When, I, when I think of Hollywood Studios, I think of the Tower of Terror. I'm just surprised that. They're really like uh, I feel like they're doubling down on that idea with the, with these announcements, and it makes me because I actually kind of thought that they were maybe working their way back to putting the Chinese theater as the or you know holding that up as the icon of the studios, but I, especially I with the new ride, were, yeah, I yeah, I felt like the ride did the opposite. It made that now be the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway building instead of the Chinese theater. Well, it's still the Chinese theater, um, but also, well, oh, yeah, yeah, but you know what I was saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying. I, well, on the good side, I think this may add a little more security to the Tower Mm -hmm. of Terror staying. That's good. Yep. Literally just about to say that. That's a good call. That's because the Twilight Zone is awesome. Don't disagree. But I mean, again, we've said it before. Eventually, they're going to have to uh, re-up on that uh, IP. So, but you know, Disney has the money. Like, kids are lame these days, and they like all the nerdy stuff, so we need to figure out how to make that popular again, so Disney is like, oh yeah, it is Well, if anybody's tried to make it popular, it's CBS, because they got it on their streaming service, and nobody's paying for that. Most people I know, know what the Twilight Zone is, and like it. And I love Jordan Peele, I want to watch it, but I'm just not going to pay for that service. I've also, I've heard not the best reviews for the newest Twilight Zone. Yeah, same. It tried to be Black Mirror, but the Twilight Zone's not Black Mirror. Yeah, it's a different different it, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing I just wanted to mention as we wrap this up is that they have announced that the embellishments they're adding to Spaceship Earth will be permanent. What embellishments? Hmm. What embellishments? New lights and sound effects around the Epcot ball. Permanent new lighting. They're adding the twinkle lights all over it. They're adding... They're going to do like... I think there's going to be kind of a nightly uh, light show kind of thing. It's just lights. They're not... They're not like getting a giant golf club and like... (laughs) Whacking it. Whacking the Earth away. I wish... I wish they would build a giant golf club to put up next to it for like a... Maybe like for a golf hundred... How many? How long has golf been around? Forever. Longer than a hundred years. Forever. Yeah. For the yeah. next hundred anniversary <laughs> for golf. The next century we of golf. They're not going to do that because then they'd have to take it down. And they had just built a ginormous golf club. Where are they going to put it? I don't know. They can sell it to golf. They could oh. open the world's <laughs> biggest top golf. Boom. There you go. Yeah, that's true. I also think for the 50th anniversary, they should have taken down the Cinderella Castle and put up a giant pumpkin. So that whenever it's over, it magically turns into a castle. It's a stretch, but I see what you're going after. Thank you. Thank you. But how would they do that? It's disassemble. Here's my suggestion. When you go in Magic Kingdom, they should have uh, different, like every person has to go into an isolation booth and there's a prince in there who tries to put a glass slipper on your foot. And if it fits, (laughs) if it fits, you get to stay a night in Cinderella's castle. And it'll be like a very specific size every day. It has to fit perfectly. But it's only the first person. The it first fits. person it fits, yeah. God, I I want that. <laughs> I'd be there every day, like first mm-hmm. in line. <laughs> I'd let some weirdo touch my feet for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of, that's now available on my OnlyFans. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right. That's all I've got for today, guys. Yay! That was the Disney news of the week. But you know, we're only just getting started. Morning Monorail is now a five-day-a-week program, so make sure you're right back here tomorrow morning. It is officially Travel Tip Tuesday, and we're going to tell you all about something that everybody everybody needs to keep on their mind when they visit Walt Disney World. So you better, this is a tease, I'm not even going to say what it is, you better just show up tomorrow and find out. Until then, talk to us on the socials, Morning Monorail everywhere, Skelligummy everywhere, Yep. Landoz, L-A-N-D-O-Z. Please go follow him. Please go follow him. We hope you have a great week. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. You can find us on the socials at Morning Monorail. The website is morningmonorail.com and the email is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail 407-917-2144. Thank you so much for being part of the Monorail family. We'll see you next time. 